0: Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Between the Lines. I'm your host, IBK. We have an unbelievable show packed today. Um, Real Madrid are still the best team in the whole wild world. We are going to talk about that. Arsenal drop points for the second time this season in the league. We'll be touching on that. Mayu and Chelsea. Everybody except Man City in the big team, you know, in the top four they're about, You know, all drop points. Newcastle are been Tottenham lost um ronaldo and ten hag at loggerheads this is the repeat of Arteta ateta obamayan kind of thing we'll be touching on that steven Gerrard got sacked and then the very next game is team win 4-0 we'll be touching on that NBA has started ay is very excited celtics are leading 2-0 already they've, they've won their first couple of games we will Who's touch there? on one or two of the games yeah we will touch on one or two of the games happening in the nba um so let me start with you ay what's up
1: yeah um all <clears> right <throat> like, like you rightly said uh great weekend so far especially on the, the nba front and um yeah yeah i mean and i have no drop points so i guess i'm, I'm happy
0: Alright.
2: Uh well, I'm good. We dropped points. We dropped places from first to first. So do it as you will. It's, it's still cool. Yeah. Don't worry about us. Alright, alright,
0: all right, all right. Okay, let's 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 start with the league matches that happened. You know, there were a couple of matches that happened during the week and then some of the matches, some of the league matches that happened with at
2: the weekend so let's quickly run through them uh yeah so over the weekend uh well we are recording on sunday so the games that happened today uh the last game was newcastle against tottenham uh at the at tottenham Hotspur stadium newcastle beats tottenham 2-1 uh aston villa beat brentford 4-0 and they were 3-0 up in the first half after they attacked steven gerrard over the weekend so um, um, you know, very it, it reads very wrongly for Gerard to see that his players can can perform, can, can put out that kind of performance just as he got sacked. Uh um Southampton and Arsenal drew. Arsenal dropped two points um uh where Southampton it was it was billed as <laughs> as <laughs> it was billed as an Arsenal win, but they didn't get the win, unfortunately. Uh, Leicester bits Wolves 4-0. Um, Wolves they have sacked uh, Bruno some, some time ago, a week ago now. And yeah, they're they in a they're in a bad form, but Leicester won there. Uh Chelsea drew to United 1-1. Uh very um uh fr- fr- Frantic 10 minutes, last 10 minutes. Uh Chelsea got a penalty uh from a, from a corner. Uh McTominay was holding um uh, and then uh, in the last, in the dying, in the in extra time, uh, United got a got a, got an equalizer, deserved equalizer actually because they were the best team. And yeah, I'm glad you said that. No, no, I'm objective. I'm objective. And, Yeah, they got a deserved equalizer, and yeah, so good win for them. Everton beat Crystal Palace three 0 um, yeah, could have seen results, he will be playing really well at the moment. must say, beat Brighton 3-1, um, yeah, we've seen, we've seen victory for them. I mean, it was 2-0, uh, Haaland scored a brace, I mean, who else? And then De Bruyne scored uh, a, a world-class goal. And actually, um, from Brighton, uh, what's his name, Ch- Chosa scored a very, very, very good goal as well. But, yeah, I mean, they were, uh, you know, City's quality, well it was too much for Brighton and I guess the result of the week or well, the shock of the weekend not the results of the weekend the shock of the weekend was Nottingham bit uh, Liverpool very very horrible results for Liverpool because they, you know I mean ruts or no ruts or bad form whatever they are they'll still expect to beat Nottingham. that was you know, that was in the case so yeah that was they would have like that and yeah those were the results from from the EPL I'm, there were some others in in Spain but I didn't watch them so I can't can't touch on that Okay. Um, before before we go to
0: before we go to Spain, let's we'll start with the main match of the weekend. Manu versus Chelsea. It was Manu ran all over Chelsea in the first half. Rashford had a couple of chances. still can't finish. Um, everybody's complaining. He just hits the ball as hard as possible. You know, there's no finesse. There's no placing. There's no, you know. He almost—I'm sure—he does a lot of practice and trainings for finishing and stuff. But when he gets to the match, you know, it's like he rushes things. And one of his qualities, especially when he came on as his 17-year-old or thereabout, you know, was that man. This guy was so calm in front of goal. He was ice cold. The finishing was classy. He wasn't shooting with so much power. He's always had the power here, but his ability to either like pass the ball into the back of the net. I remember some big goals he scored like against Man City against Arsenal I think against Chelsea or something like that but over time he's you know he's she's just not a very good finisher and that's even the same thing that happened today even in Arsenal with Tessou, um, is not a very good finisher but he gives you a lot of things more you know and she was poor against in that game and that game man you should have been out of sight of course casimiro was a colossus in that midfield as in, he's now beginning to stamp his authority in that middle that you know what and what i've noticed is like he's he's looking at it and saying you know what i'm actually the best midfielder in this team um i was playing where there was luka modric and uh, tony cruz and those guys are better on the ball with and you know they are better midfielders than i am technicians but i'm sorry when bruno fernandez is always crying to the referee and he's not dropping good passes or even keeping or dictating the the game you know the the pace of the game they don't dictate both, both uh bruno fernandez and uh what's his name Christian uh, Eriksen, they're not dictating so he's even beginning to dictate the game a bit more and he got a very good goal i remember even in Madrid, he always he could always come up with a big goal. Madrid players always did come up with big goals. There's always somebody who will come up with a big goal. So and that was a big header, dangerously good header. Um, anyway. Uh, well, I man, <coughs> what can I say? Uh,
1: Rashford. Uh, I mean, the poor finishing thing has been on for a couple of years. I don't think it's it's recent. At a particular point, anytime Rashford had a free kick. He knew the fans on the other side of the on the other side of the ball were not safe because he's just gonna hit it to go Z, right? Uh he's uh, he's, a, he's the kind of player that is his main strength is his speed and his uh acceleration I guess and then sometimes technique. So last season when he was really poor that was because he had injury issues and he was playing through injury. He went to the Eros with with an injury, and uh, he didn't have surgery. So when he came back, he was real poor. And once you take up once you take away the speed, you take away the technique. He never had composure. Then you have a, a pretty average player. So I'm not surprised. United still need a nine, which is why this whole thing with Ronaldo is strange to me. But to the game itself, we were the better side, and. Um, I think the, a, a loss would have been very unfair because, you know, we, we were better than Chelsea and um, Casemiro... Sorry,
0: sorry. Of... Yeah. I, I, sorry, I, I just remembered something. In the first half, when, you know, they started with the three at the back and they saw that, man, Mayu were... Uh, um, for about 35 minutes, Mayu ran them to the ground, you know. And then he... Um, Potter, you know, removes Kukurela Cuc- and brings in Kovacic and, and the game swung towards Chelsea and, and I noticed that Ten Hag didn't didn't react till halftime when he tried to push um Kasimiro a bit a bit up you know just moved him about 10-15 yards a bit up so that he he wasn't really just protecting the back four but he became more dynamic and of course the introduction of Fred, of Fred yeah. Uh, yeah yeah also helped Cause Sancho is, you know, you've said it. Sancho, Sancho is a fine boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sancho was real poor yesterday. Yeah. And then uh, so that, that was the game really. And Varane, Uh, you know, Varane is very brittle. Any little knock and he's out. And it looks like he will make the World Cup though. I think he's out for four weeks from what I heard. So it he, he seems he will make the World Cup. Anyway, back to the game. A draw was a fair result. Casemiro showed his um quality yesterday he was probably the best player on the pack. And uh it's only fitting that he was the one that got Equalizer. Alright, um let's
0: let's 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 move to let's move to um
2: Lashen Arsenal. Sorry, before we, we move, I, I think as on United, we should talk about like Ronaldo's Ronaldo. I okay, okay, okay. let's let's there. let's touch on that. Let's
0: touch on that. Yeah, so Manu played two so nil against Tottenham. Who who lost back to back games? They, they they just they just had a poor week. We we'll just say it's a poor week. Um, they they played like their best football maybe of the season so far against against Tottenham. They played them they played them off the park, you know, as people will say. And Ronaldo was told to come on, and he declined and I didn't know that that was what happened and then of course he leaves the pitch you know around 89 minutes or thereabouts. and then you know Ten Hag goes down clams down on him and you know he's going to be training with the under under 21s or something like that for a main time you know he's punished him like that I'm sure there'll be some fine and stuff like that I don't know I don't know the details it's an internal offense uh, how do you handle this situation because um, as much as as much as people want to say uh you are you are a player you are supposed to be respected this that this that this that this that i i still feel the issues with ronaldo and man started from last season when he lost his child you know i don't think he's fully i don't think he's fully recovered from losing his child and then he spiraled into the summer break you know they were there were stuff that you needed some family issues to sort out and stuff like that you know uh, you a why you you're really into American sports and you know they will tell you that all players are equal but some players are more equal than others. yeah so but yeah you know in that kind of you know that's why they are franchise players and all those kind of things you know for someone like Ronaldo is he, I know you I know everybody wants to say you know what they should all be dealt with the same way but it's not possible it's not possible. And I feel that Ten Hag has not sat down to have the conversation with him properly. You know,
1: uh, the, the Ronaldo thing, uh, I think there are two ways to look at it, right? Now, first is for instance, for Ronaldo is a generational talent. So, Ronaldo is not... You can't deal with Ronaldo like you're dealing with Aubameyang, for example. Now, you get, now Ronaldo is like Messi, right? Uh, end of the season, Ronaldo comes to you. He says, look, I want to leave this club. I want to play in the Champions League, I want to do this, I want to do that. Now, Ten Hag himself, coming to a club like United, knowing you have to rebuild, you should understand that a player like Ronaldo is not going to be interested in a rebuild. So the sensible thing for everyone would have been to sit down and say, look, let's cancel your contract and you go. I mean, it's not like United need any fee for Ronaldo anyway. He earns 500 grand a week, if he leaves, you're saving a lot of money, right? You're saving 26 million pounds just for living, even if you don't call it a transfer fee, you've saved 26 million pounds. So, that there's, there's a financial you know, incentive to releasing him with 26 million pounds. You can add a little money, get someone like a backbone or something. You know, it, it just makes sense that way. But United States were not reasonable, they felt, Oh, we need to get a fee. That's where the problem started from. And Ronaldo didn't help matters by not coming for pre-season. That that looked disrespectful, right? He didn't come for pre-season. He was posting pictures of him training himself. So, I guess I felt he had to make an example out of him by not playing him in the first couple of games, which was fair. But when it gets to a stage now where you're telling him to warm up and come in in the 88th minute, you're playing him in the Europa League, and there's a World Cup coming. He needs to be matched for that World Cup because this is the last World Cup. So, we know he's going to try to win that World Cup. I can assure you if Ronaldo wins the next World Cup, he could retire from football altogether all because there's nothing else to play for, right? So the World Cup is actually more important to him right now than even playing league football. But the point is it needs to be match fit. How do they win the World Cup if it's not match fit? So there's so many things involved here. Now, I don't, I don't support unprofessionalism. I think it was totally wrong for him not to want to come on. And for him to leave the stadium, but you know, someone of that stature, someone that pedigree,
0: I'm but, not too... sure. But, but, that. but, yeah. but, um, but, ay, a yeah. Ronaldo does not have Ronaldo. I'm sure he has had skirmishes with you know, with, with coaches in the past and stuff like this, but yeah. nobody, uh, you know, we've had tons of interviews over 20 years and nobody has said Ronaldo is unprofessional. So I think I think I think I'm not saying I'm not maybe it sounds like I'm trying to exonerate Ronaldo from all this but I think that the club Ten Hag and Ronaldo never aligned and this is and this is the effect of it you know this is the effect of it you know um like if like I don't know I'll have to go you know use this analogy as a project manager um if something happens in a particular site and stuff like that you know there's something we call fishbone diagram and that is you try and find out the root causes of a problem and i think the root causes of the problem was the lack of communication maybe body language maybe you know there's so many things and this is the effect this is it. look at look at the way you push this this conversation this way yeah because of this it's, it's a shame on it's a, it's a wait, shame on wait, wait, all wait. parties involved
2: ronaldo is 37 I think like
1: uh this please, is not no, no 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 not come, try not to come with a messy
2: bias no no no, no it's not it's not Messi it's not Messi it's not about Messi. Okay. Watch Ronaldo's game. Ronaldo is not that guy anymore. From if let let him go. No, but okay, but he hasn't gone. And okay, Roy Keane is coming out to say there were offers, but there's other there's other there's other uh sources saying there were no offers. There's yeah, nobody, no actually, nobody wants like. Wait, Wait, wait,
1: who's going to take Ronaldo on 500,000? Listen, Ulu Ashego, listen. There are no offers because United wanted a fee. You allow Ronaldo to go on a free and let him talk to people. Of course, he's not going to get 500 grand a week. He will take a pay cut. But no one is going to pay a transfer fee and then negotiate, say, 300 grand a week with Ronaldo. So you can't say there were no offers. The football doesn't work that way. Nobody makes a bid when they're sure they're not going to get the player. That's not how football works. Nobody has time for that. Football these days is about an agent talking to a club and saying, my client is available, this is what my client wants, can you pay? That's how football is. If they can't pay, they're not going to beat to United. So United are actually not in a position to say there are no offers for Ronaldo. They're not in a position. The real person that can say there are no offers for Ronaldo is Jorge Mendes any other person is not really in a position to say so because that football is has moved from the day of clubs just beating 10 times because they want to sign a player
2: okay but obviously and, no but we haven't heard we haven't heard what jose Mendes has had to say about well, respect I, Jimenez, I, yeah that's what serious. i'm saying no no that's what i'm exactly my point i know he's not going to come out and say there were offers but there were no offers but Boluja looking at it no that's Boluja. what i'm saying he's not if going ronaldo to Ronaldo is
1: available on the free there's no way on this earth that there are no offers for ronaldo Okay. Is no the Even transfer window has come, come and the gone
2: the transfer window has come and gone i think i think the conversation about it is, is so tired because he's not that player anymore you see him making sprints he can't get to the end of balls he's very he's still he's still obviously you see you see his uh his like his workout routines and stuff he's still very um in shape but it's not about being in shape it's about that's that thing that he doesn't have anymore, he doesn't have that pace. If you put balls in the box for him to get on the end of with headers or something or tap obviously, he'll be there. But the touches, they're, they're off. He's not he's not that player anymore. I, I think for me,
1: pure... I don't, I don't think that's the problem. Look, I saw Ronaldo a couple of years ago at Real Madrid. There was a season he didn't start well. The first, say, three, four, three, four games, I think he scored just the goal. It's not the first time Ronaldo has started a season... Sort of poorly at that age it happens a lot. The problem is, when the, when you bring in you know, a Ronaldo to play those 15 minutes, he's not match fit. How is it going to get match fitness if you don't play him? Ronaldo is not a 20-year-old any longer. You could play you, look, Sancho, man might, might, might be on the bench for three games and then you play him next and he's up to pace. It's not like that with players of that age. They need they need to get it's like it's like accelerating the vehicle, right? If you're a Ferrari, he gets to 100 kilometers per hour a lot faster than the Pojo, right? That's how it is. So I don't look. Personally, I don't I don't believe there's anything wrong with Ronaldo. I mean, Ronaldo is not gonna score 20 goals this season in the Premier League anymore. But you you can't tell me, okay, Ronaldo is not getting to the end of balls, one is not much fit, one, the system you're playing is not even one that supports Ronaldo. To that extent, the whole middle is crowded. So, where do you you play only Ronaldo up front? It doesn't work that way. You need to play But you've seen you guys,
2: you're, you're United man, you've seen your play without Ronaldo. It's better.
1: You know, you're not getting my point. All I've said today is: why didn't they let Ronaldo go? They still have an opportunity to do that. You know that, right? All they have to do is cancel his contract.
2: If you cancel, no, no, no. they'll have to pay him off.
1: If they cancel his contract right now he can sign for another club and be registered for January. You know that, right? Yeah. You become, but, a, you yeah. become a free agent. The only thing is you he you can't, you, you can't transfer. But if you cancel his contract, he's, he's a, a player on an expired contract and can join another club. So all this talk is just, to me, we're just going around circles. They know what to do. So this is more about everything I... This is it. This is, it. This is, it. This, this is everything I'm trying to say I'm the boss. And it is fine. You are the boss. You should be the boss. But you should have anticipated this from the summer. And you should have just let Ronaldo go. Because now the way it is, with the way things are going, it's beginning to look like you know, you're going to cost a lot of disarmament in the squad. Because whether you like it or not, some, some players look up to Ronaldo, especially the Portuguese contingent. Whether you like it or not, the Latinos and cool they like Ronaldo. They are gonna be sympathetic to him. Like, ah, this guy is good. We're missing. Okay, look, we have Rashford missing four or five chances yesterday. And they're like, I mean, Ronaldo, yes, bad as the bad Ronald play very well. And that's a legit concern, right? So this whole thing is it's I hope it doesn't. The only good thing, <laughs> the, the only good thing is the World Cup is coming, and hopefully. He gets a transfer after the World Cup. But if if by chance they allow this thing to go beyond January, it's we're not gonna it's not gonna end there for everyone. It's what yeah. Well,
2: Anyways,
0: let's, uh, oh, oh, let's let's move on to to your club. um I want to touch on it then. Um we we'll, we'll take on two more games, the Liverpool game and the Real Madrid game. So shoot, Ola what happened today? Southampton is your bogey team. What happened today in in St. Mary's?
2: Um, I think Arsenal Astor, Astor were obviously they in the first half, well, in the first half of the first half, like the first 20, 25 minutes or whatever, they were good. And it just left goals on the table. Uh Jaka got a very good goal. And I mean from a good move, whatever. Well, Odegaard missed a chance uh what's his name jesus missed the chance in the first half and in the second half as well and i think we saw that again with leeds we saw that again uh at psv uh even bordeaux glimpses Bodo glimpses Bodo is, is more is, is you can excuse that because thursday nights i mean there was a lot of talk about the, the pitch um to be honest the whole pitch thing I, I i don't know because obviously the the pitch is the pitch is the pitch in it but i, I wouldn't know i mean i mean these guys a professional so they might see the difference but yeah you can excuse us with bodo glimpse but um yeah just in general i think like the past three games uh we've seen like a lack of um a lack of cutting edge from arsenal jesus has had the very it's not it's not a massive dip in form because he's playing well he's still occupying defenders his, his touches are still good in and around the box whatever but like that, that clinical edge, that 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 cutting edge is missing. Uh Odegaard as well. He's he does whatever he needs to do with in terms of spraying the ball around. It looks pretty. But when he gets to the, to the box, he has a, he has a nosebleed when he comes to finishing. And yeah, we've just Asaka uh, was quiet. Um so I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I mean, we could say that uh it was because they played against PSB on Thursday, and there was there was some there was a hangover because obviously they had a lot of players, pressing players playing that game. Jesus played that game against PSB, Saka played, Party came on, Jaka started, um, the back line started. well I think it was Gabriel started. So there was a lot of players starting. But at the end of the day, like, like what's his name? Like Atessa said, uh, The top players play 70 games a week every three games every three days break your pattern like they they play they go they go if you want to be a top player if you want to be a top team you have to have that kind of um you know that that stamina you know messy that the year he scored 91 goals in the calendar year he couldn't have scored 91 goals if he was playing uh 40 games or 50 games you know well i don't know how many games played but i'm sure he played more than that he played a good number of games to get those number of goals and yeah so blaming it on tiredness or fatigue from from the midweek fixtures I think it's a little bit lazy so I really don't know what what it is I just think like the team the team was um, yeah they they, they look they look leggy and it's it's kind of disappointing to be looking that by October so yeah
0: All right, Um, um, EY your Nemesis lost 1-0 that's Liverpool they lost um, this weekend to Nottingham Forest. As a, yeah. the thing that signed 22, 23 players this summer. And uh you know they've they've just looked they've not looked like a club, they've just looked like individuals. You know, there's no real pattern, there's no real game plan. But one thing that I noticed, I'm sorry, that I'm 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 a big fan of I'm a big fan of nines of goal scorers. And they have they signed Taiwo only. He was even a former Liverpool player who never played for Liverpool. You know, he <laughs> bounced around before, you know, coming back again to the Premier League. And this is his third or fourth goal already this season. In a season where he's playing in a Nottingham Forest, there's no chances, there's nothing, nothing. But he's, he doesn't start a lot of games, but he finds the back of the net at, you know, at a decent frequency and his fixation with playing Brennan Johnson plus uh Brennan Johnson and that guy that they spent 140 something million on I don't give Dwight to me it's not premier league quality it's you right? know I think it's yeah I don't I, yeah, I don't from think Wolves, I, I think huh? yeah from Wolves no not in Ham Forest. No, yeah, yeah from yeah, Wolves
1: yeah
0: yeah 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 he play... yeah you know so is is really bad. Then, on the Liverpool side, you know, I don't know, man. The midfield, Elliot, Fabio, Cavallo, Curtis Jones. Ugh. if you if you're a Liverpool team, these are these are not these are not your players. These are not your players. You know, you know, these are not your players at all. These are not Liverpool quality players. If you're Liverpool.
1: Uh, well, it's wrong to say they're not Liverpool quality players. I think they're just they're just too young. So, when you have a midfield and you play three young players like that, you play Elliott, you play Jones, you play Cavallo. I mean, if you're going to play them, it's, it's got to be against a team like Forrest, right? So, playing them is not exactly the problem. The problem is, you know, are they ready for the battle? Perhaps it's better to play two Of them, or maybe one of them, I think Elliot has been more consistent, so maybe playing Elliot would have been okay. Uh, well, Liverpool have not been too good this season. I mean, we've said that a couple of times. I mean, the only reason why they have been in the top 10 to me is because of Alice. You know, Salah has not been in good form. Yeah, I think he picked up a couple of weeks now, but it's gone back to ground level. And uh, with all the injuries, Nunez, uh, Diaz, uh, what's the name of the Guinea? Was Nunez
0: injured? Sorry. Was Nunez injured?
1: Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Nunez, Jota, uh, Diaz. Uh, what's the name of the guy from Guinea? I can't remember. What's the name the from Lysbik? Uh, Lysbik. Oh. Naby Nand- Keita. Keita is also
0: Nandiketa.
1: injured. Yeah. Kuyate um, got fit and then no, he, got, he got injured again. Konate. Konate, right? He got, yeah, he got fit. He played midweek. He played, he, he's injured again. Mm. So, we have a very depleted side right now. So, the problem is not about this kid. Sometimes you just have to play this kid. You have games coming typical think, think fast and you've got to rest players. So, it's just a bad day in the office. It doesn't it doesn't mean they still can't make top four. They have to take it as one well, of those losses, and we just have to try again. Uh, I don't want to finish top four obviously, but it happens. It happens. It's it's it, it's EPL football. It happens.
0: Well, Alan continues to be a beast. Seventeen goals already. The season is not even half gone. This guy's going to score thirty-five goals at least the way he is. I hope. If there are no injuries, knock on wood, no injuries for him. He's just a goal machine. And the, and the pass, you know, from medicine for the goal, and his movement was just, was just, was just ridiculously sick. You know, he first drops deep, and then he spins round the defender, bundles the defender over the ground, and then passes the ball into the back of Rounds the goalkeeper, passes the ball into the back of an empty net. And then the second one was a penalty and you know they, they played well you know they said got back into the game i liked the one-on-one you know tucked you know the one-on-one pressing that they did and it was it was a great performance for them um for 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 um writing without the goals but Brighton need i i just found that, uh, that they even signed a striker from turkey who has scored already a lot of goals i think they should give that guy a run of. Games, he should see what he can he can do. You know, beg is going to give you three, four goals a season. He's that kind of striker. He's not going to score many goals. He's never done that. Even from Mayu to Arsenal, never scored many goals. You know, doesn't even score big goals, just scores the odd goal here and there. So man city. Yeah.
2: Did I watch the Edging game? sir
0: Edging Edging closer to you As they won And you guys drop points
2: Yeah uh, It's still two points Uh, We're both on 11 games So It's not It's not that lonely At the top man It's getting close But I mean We could have extended it I think Um, But you know I think At the end of the day man uh, I didn't watch I watched like The first 20 minutes And then I I think I dozed off Because City games Are mad boring to me But I think people Were saying uh on twitter taxicos like taxical accounts were saying i don't know how much weight i should put to this but apparently city are being um their quality is been uh it's not as much as it was and it's kind of overshadowed by the quality of people like well two people kdb and the brand uh, kdb and Haaland and, and i don't know if that's like a good thing because like you know then if you stifle them kind of players then you know you're 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 in business but i, I wouldn't know man but i think but liverpool stifled them and they shot the
0: brunner and Haaland down basically in that game although Holland had chances and you know they won the game
2: i i think that's that's a that's a case in points for for what uh people say about about city i think you you can't really um you wouldn't know because obviously uh, apart from Liverpool there's you know uh Liverpool maybe Arsenal Chelsea teams like that the rest of the team the rest of the teams would not be able to stifle those kind of players not be able to stifle in Haaland for example so um yeah it's just to it's just to hope and pray that you know one of them gets injured and yeah for Arsenal's point of view man just yeah you know just keep your fingers crossed that they get injured and then you can uh, you can cook well yeah that's why I for saying, okay. man. I don't like those guys.
0: Alright. Um when we when we come back we'll we'll shift to we'll shift to Spain, touch on one other two other teams and and talk about basketball as well. So welcome back to Between the Lines and your host IBK, AY and umlace are still here with us. Uh before we go to Spain, um we want to quickly touch on Jared um, got sacked. Played 38 games, he won 12. Uh, he never really got a tune out of the team. A lot of players let him down, like, like they will say. The one player that let him down, and he tried to find the solution, but got, you know, was Diego Carlos coming into the team, but he he broke his leg and he was out. He was out for the season, and he had to bring in Tyrone Mings, who was demoted from the captain and you know he's just a bag of mistakes i sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't believe he's i think he's like jamel of of newcastle you know he's not he they all look they they look the part but they're not the part you know that kind of thing and he's he he continues to just be but be like that coutinho never really coutinho has been done from from football since liverpool you know, and you know, there were just a lot of a bag of mistakes not playing Bailey, not playing Danny Inks. Danny Inks puts the ball in the net from days of Bonnie to Liverpool to, um, I think, where was it? Southampton, right? Then that was Aston Villa. Yeah, Danny Ings is a goal machine. He scores goals. He doesn't do too many things on the pitch, but if he's to, is like Darren Bent, if he's to score, you know, he can score goals. And yet, you weren't playing him. You were playing the Watkins more and more and stuff. So, everything just looked. He never knew what... He just never fitted. And the Aston Villa fans didn't care about Gerald, you know. Anyway. Yeah, Gerald, well,
1: suck it. Was well, he worth mean, it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's not done well, to be fair. I mean, uh, he spent a lot of money. But on um, the pitch, we can't really say, okay, yeah, this is there's been no improvement It's this season considering how much spent maybe they could have given him to before the World Cup I would have done that but you know I have a sentimental you know likeness for Gerard. maybe that's why but from a strictly business point of view I don't think it was a bad decision the uh, like uh, like you rightly said they signed lots of players they signed Coutinho uh they signed um diego diego costa right san diego costa diego carlos, diego carlos. carlos brother. diego carlos uh so i mean they spend a lot of well, money that one got so. injured in the first game of the season so yeah but that, that doesn't give them count for. yeah but that doesn't give them a discount so it is what it is so, <laughs> <laughs> so you know and um like I said, if you look at the squad I played today, Martinez, Cash, Konza, Mings, Young, uh, Didonka, D- Douglas-Louis, Watkins, Buendia, uh, Bailey, Ings. This is a, a you know, mid-table team. This is a mid-table squad, right? So they should be doing better than, than... I mean, before today, they were around 16th or 17th. So they should be doing better than that. Let's be fair. This squad is better than lots of squads. Better than Bournemouth squad. Better than Crystal Palace squad. Better than Brentford. Even better than Fulham. So they're they're achieving, no doubt. So, uh, but thing is, who do they replace him with? We're hearing uh, Ruben Amorim. I don't know if it makes sense to leave Sporting Lisbon for Villa, but maybe. No, no, so, no.
0: He has no. The deal has the deal has fallen through.
1: Okay, That's yeah, why they've good. not
0: made any. Yeah, because so, was, was one of the people they were talking to. Yeah, because I I, I won't up for Villa, right? So. I won't. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're playing in Champions League. You're around the top of the table in your league. You're how old? You're, you're under forty. Yeah, you build something can there. Through, I can And get then the big boys, team. the big boys keep come knocking.
1: Yeah, you can get a bigger team in Italy or in Spain or something. So, mm. where would you go to Zilla?
0: Or even in the Premier League. You never can tell.
1: Mm, the Premier League, they've been three-day they, happy. So I don't think Almorim should come to the Premier League until he has tried another league and he has been a bit successful.
0: Okay, so, um, like I said, um, before we get to how great Real Madrid is, and by the way... Barcelona is playing Atletico Bilbao now It's 3-0 As we speak Yeah the goals were scored In the first 25 minutes Or thereabouts You know Just like They did against uh, Villarreal You know In You know In midweek Um Bayern Wins Um, um Dortmund Wins but Dortmund won 5-0 Finally A clean sheet And stuff And that was the first time Three teenagers were scoring in the game for Dortmund, I think in their history or something like that, or in, or in a very long time, big ups to them, Union Berlin, I, I think they lost, you know so, but they're still top of the table but, mm-hmm, so they're still top of the table, when you get to Syria um Olajen was saying it's Napoli and um, Roma are playing right now you know it's, it's a draw as we speak um, yeah. AC Milan won. Inter had a crazy game yesterday against yeah. Argentina. Two late goals, 4-3, but they did win. You know. Um, Martinez is just I'm just in love with that guy. He just continues to make me happy. You know. Um, big ups to them. AC Milan, Leao, like I said, is the best player in Syria. Um then when you get to when you get to Spain. I want to talk about why is real madrid still under the radar in terms of people are not sitting up to notice these guys have only dropped two games all season and that was and they were even draws one at home to Osasuna and one away to shatter the next and the rest they have won and the way they play is so funny because um the two sets of fans know that they are going to win mm-hmm the two sets of players know that they're going to win they are not going to and they can beat you with different styles they can beat you you know with a knockout they can beat you you know like you say death by a thousand cuts and of course they have the puppet string guy really really placing making changes you know doing some tactical substitutions um it's, it's 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 beautiful to watch rodrigo is coming into his own this guy, Ancelotti, is even improving the players. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of the game that people don't talk about. Vinicius under Ancelotti became a beast. Rodrigo is becoming a beast. In the last, in the last two seasons, a young man called <laughs> Valverde, Fede Valverde, is, you know, people are saying, is he the best midfielder in the game right now? And there's an argument for it. You know, some something I I tweeted you know about Valverde. That's really funny. Those guys who have this powerful shots, if you see how thick their laps are, it's always very ridiculously thick, and even their calves are always you know yam yam like. But he's <laughs> he's so skinny, he doesn't <laughs> have thick calves. So you wonder where that power is coming from. And you know, once he hits the ball, he stays hit. <laughs> and even this last goal against them, Sevilla—the way he hit the ball and stuff—it's just—it's just a beauty to watch. Madrid are the best team in the game to me, and people—people people should sit up and take notice. Hola, uh
2: I'm not following uh, La Liga like that. However, um, oh, yeah, at all actually, I just—I just like see the results. However, I've seen like you know highlights of of, of the game and even uh, Valverde's performance. And I mean, uh, Tony Kroos was the one that that tweeted the other day that oh, um, Valverde is top three in the game. And obviously, from from the clips that I've seen and from what you know what he's doing, it's it's amazing because obviously it, this is even starting from you know taking it back to the end of last season, middle of last season, he was playing as you know he was doing the whole hybrid cm slash right winger role and he's doing both of them to a higher level uh it's 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 you know just watching him and, and watching clips and it's like you know this amazing stuff i think the goal that he scored yesterday against Sevilla took the ball from he won the ball in the middle then drove it down the wing then cut back in and shot off his left so obviously highly tech players and the review that they have done we we're talking about it last week in comparison to 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 barcelona they have people like you know caravinga try and obviously uh benzema just just won the just won the ballon d'Or the other day they Have vinicius and rodrigo you know 20 21 22 year old players so I, I mean the way the way Perez has done it, the way he has like re- rebuilt the team is 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 exemplary and yeah uh, i think i think the reason why people are not like looking at them is i think first of all because because it's in spain and people are like yeah it's in spain and you know i i suppose not that many people are watching are watching spain i could be wrong but also because like yeah it's just it's not like flashy results you know it's it's just slow methodical and just like they're just it's like a like a train is just like going slowly so i think like when he after the world cup when champions league returns and they they are back on like the big champions league nights and people that's all oh, like yeah this is the real madrid and then they'll start to take more notices that's what i think it
0: is hey, Uh
2: well all i'm gonna say
1: is um if perez is looking for someone to handle his uh pr he's got you We could send him uh, a tape of the last five <laughs> minutes <laughs> 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 um you know what i, I so <laughs> So really, I mean, I mean, we've said this many times. The the squad is properly built. Uh, Mbappe was meant to be the put the grass. It was meant to be the the final piece, but it didn't happen. But they they're gonna be fine. Uh, is now is a monster. Yeah, he he's replacing um, Casemiro and he's doing it well. Uh, they've got Kamalinga coming off the bench. Okay, look at the defense, for example. It was Cavayao melita Alaba, and Mendy yesterday. And at a point he took off Mendy and brought in Rudiger, put Rudiger in the middle with Militar and moved Alaba to the left. So that's what makes them wonderful, right? You've got Alaba that can play left, centre back. You've got Rudiger that can play right back, centre back. You've got uh left back too. Yeah, you've got Edam that can play right back, center back. You've got uh you know,
0: just...
1: Chill. You know, you've got, you've got, <laughs> that place everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you you, they, they could just... They could change the system anytime. And Ancelotti is this a, a Vancouver figure? He's this, you know, a gentleman? He's not going to mm-hmm. ruffle feathers. All the players love him. He makes everyone happy. So, it's a very happy atmosphere right now there. And then you've got Benzema top of his game right now. Even though he's getting older... Is the oldest Ballon d'Or winner since... Um, I can't remember. Since the 60s or something.
0: Stanley Matthews.
1: Stanley Matthews.
0: Stanley Matthews. Matthew. So, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a well asseming good
1: squad. All they have to do now is... They still have the Bappe money. Just keep it till the summer. Get a striker to replace Benzema. And they're good. So, and of course, there's, a, there's this charm that comes to play for Real Madrid, right? So, if Real Madrid comes knocking at your door as a player even if you're not going to go you're going <laughs> to you run you're and leave your
0: boots behind
1: <laughs> yeah you're going to think about it like should I go this, might, this opportunity might not come ever again so they've got that advantage too. so it's a wonderful place to be right now they're doing well I'm happy for them I'm happy for Ancelotti because at the point it looked like his career was going down he was at everything and all that but he's back at the top now so everything is going even on even well
0: the love Real Madrid even the love Real Madrid made him to leave everything quickly.
1: <laughs> quickly, man! Don't take time. It, waste time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a phone call away. Exactly. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, anyway we'll go. You know, one minute before we move to other things. Um, Ancelotti in the same situation as Ten Hag with Ronaldo. Does he do it? Does he handle it better?
2: Uh, I think. I think, first of all, I think Ten Hag doesn't have that much equity in the game. To so he, I mean, <laughs> no, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's like laughable. It's just what he is. He's coming from Ajax. Before that, he was at was he Utrecht. And before that, he was at. Uh, I know he has Bayern. done some shit at twenty. Yes, he, he was a uh, Bayerns under twenty-three uh, manager. So he just doesn't have that. You know that gravitas, whatever you want to call it, as an Ancelotti that has been at. You know we don't need to reel, reel off Ancelotti's resume. We know where he has been at. Um. So that that's just first things first. That's where it is. And obviously Ancelotti's like man management has obviously been also one of his uh, biggest uh, assets, and it's something that we've seen over his career being done. So I'm sure that he would have handled it. Um. However, he would have handled it would have been received differently by Ronaldo just because of who the person is. Now, if we're going to talk about what exactly he would have done, I'm not too sure, like, Ten Hag himself couldn't, he's not the one that could have sold. United should have sold Ronaldo, as I said. But Ten Hag, the way he has handled it is, he has handled a player and he has handled a player that he thinks is not going to. He, he's 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 handling the the player situation, the football situation. This is what he he's he's bringing to the team. This is what he's not bringing to the team. Um, I think Ancelotti would have been a better like would have handled the the press press sooner better. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I just don't think. The, the respect that the, the way Ronaldo would have re- re- reacted to both situations I don't, I don't think can be compared because of who the, who the people are because of like what Ancelotti has done and who he is I mean Ancelotti even has won a Champions League as a player like I, you know <laughs> Tenag is not is, you can't compare them so yeah for me I just don't think it's it's comparable because yeah who, who the people are
0: AY I
1: uh, mean <laughs> definitely Angelotti would have handled it differently and will not have Ronaldo warming up in the, the second minute and then a <laughs> Langer to go on ahead of Ronaldo you know it's it's obvious it's an ego thing yeah Eric Tenard is trying to establish himself as the you know the boss and all that he wants everybody to know his boss that's why he came in eventually he bench Maguire all these things that are power things Yeah, just to show that I'm in charge so if he deals with Ronaldo every player in that squad looks at it like oh if this man can do this to Ronaldo I'm not safe so it's it's a power thing to him like I said look at yesterday you, you can't if Ronaldo was there yesterday one of those chances would have gone in one of them would have gone in there's no doubt about it it was Chelsea it was Ronaldo Koulibaly come on it's not like Ronaldo was playing this young fast defender. You get so sometimes you just you get man just do these thing sometimes. It's a psychological thing. They do it sometimes. So like I said, I don't entirely blame Ten, ten Hard. I blame uh, the, the 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 powers that be at United because the moment Ronaldo told them he we'll wanted to be distracted, found a way to get him off. That would have made everything easy, easier. But now we've got this mess in our hands. We won yesterday, and journalists are still asking about it now the press conference. It's overshadowing everything. So, you know.
0: All right, all right. Alasha, um, thank you very much.
2: Sorry, yeah, thanks. I'll thank give him a message. Yeah, all right. thanks.
0: All right, okay. All right. Um, AY, MDA. You guys are two. you guys are already two games you know you guys haven't lost yet you, so know, three, you guys have not been three. affected by the whole Oh, three, 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 zero. Yeah. three Give oh, us sorry, zero. Three man oh yeah. sorry sorry about that <laughs> and you guys haven't <laughs> had any issues yet with uh the whole new doka saga you know i you know i think you guys are i think you guys are the only team in the, in the league with with a three nil right
1: yeah 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 I mean, like I kept so, telling you like I kept telling you all last season, it, I mean, I'm not saying Ime is not a good coach or anything, but he's not it's just working with good players that know what to do most times. And you can see it now. So like I said. But, you know,
0: but he changed but he changed the defense at the beginning of the second half of the season and they went on a crazy run and they went into went to the finals. Two so you words, can, man. you can't say it's just good players.
1: Three words, so, marcos, two words, marcos, man. marcos Smart. Two words, Michael Smart. Anyway, uh, the first one was against um, the Sixers. Uh, the first quarter, the Sixers were all over us. We're like five points behind, but slowly, especially in the third quarter, we just we just boxed them off. Yeah, they only five points, and that was that was that. The, the next one was um, was against. Uh, I think we did second. Um, the second. Was against the EAT. Yeah, the EAT. Uh, so it's not like we played small teams right we played the heat <laughs> we played the Sixters. yes
0: Sixers. yes yes yes
1: yeah, yes. We'll yeah then the yeah, Tatum with 29 that one and then um, yesterday we beat the magic that was real tough because um, I, need, I need to talk about this guy a bit um, Bachero he, he looks real good for a rookie he's one to look out
0: for so, and then Manchero, yesterday, they, Manchero, yeah. okay. Macero, yeah. I think it was the number one pick, right? Yeah, yeah, number one pick.
2: Yeah,
1: okay. So, Taysom got 40 points yesterday, monster performance to beat the Magic. Normally, we should beat the Magic better than that, but it was the back to back, so I think I'll take that. This is so the sixers the are really struggling. They're three down. Yesterday, they lost to the spurs. They lost to the spurs. I mean, <laughs> the spurs are supposed to be tanking, right?
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How yeah, long does Doc have?
1: Uh I I don't I, I don't know. If if the, if nothing improves by say fifteen games, then I think it's out. Personally I don't think Doc is gonna is gonna win a ring with that thing. I, I think Doc these days are really numbered. It's is now really creepy. So I don't know today a uh, lots of games The Lakers are two down. So they gotta be the, the, the Blazers today. Um, yeah, yeah. That has to be. And then we have the uh, which other game is interesting today? I think the Suns and the Clippers will be nice too. Uh, the, the Warriors, the Warriors play the Kings. I think they'll beat the Kings. So that's And then the Jazz. The Jazz are supposed to be tanking too, right? They sold their best players and right? they're two up.
0: <laughs> so it's funny,
1: right? It's a funny start. Yeah.
0: Ja Morant, oh ja. next Westbrook. <laughs> but one thing I like about him is that he, he does this LeBron chase, chase back blocks, you know, which is really nice to see. LeBron is 6'9", 6'8", 6'10", whatever number you want to put. But Ja is 6'3". So, he, he, he always looks very interesting for him to like really, really fly because he's about 6'3 and he's light he's not so and then he's flying with his hair all over the place and making some crazy blocks you know never um, giving up on the play you know i
1: think i think Giga Giga has, um, has some qualities that are better than ross i'm not going to compare ross now, now. i'm going to compare ross no, no. To
0: ross Bruce, when Bruce. ross was ross
1: yeah when ross was ross when Ross was Ross, Ross was uh, a better defender than Jamal. He was also a better playmaker than Jamal. But not a better scorer. Yeah. Jamal is totally a better scorer than, than than Ross has ever been and ever will be. But,
0: but nobody, nobody was. that was small, nobody that was small. Not uh, Ross was explosive. Ja was explosive. Iverson was explosive and shifty, but Derrick Rose Averson, was insane.
1: Iverson is the most impressive of the three, because Iverson was a lot smaller. Iverson was, I think, 5'11". Yeah. Iverson so, yeah. yeah. was the smallest MVP ever. So, he was a, a real small dude, and he was real explosive, real quick. He could, he could, he could pass, he could shoot. He could but he
0: wasn't the- living above the rim, like these other guys could. yeah, yeah. Of course, the height was the fact. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah he wasn't. But Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose would dunk in the middle of two, three, six, elevens, and dunk yeah. comfortably. Of course, they had to, they had to shut down his body, man. Yeah, the I mean, talk was too much. Yeah. The T O R Q U E yeah, was the, too much. The Rose was 6'3", too, so <laughs> that's um, so <but>, uh, uh, <laughs> <but> Rose is
1: <laughs> not a, not what. Uh, Derrick Rose, I mean, used to be a big fan. Very expensive guy, too. So. But I think Jam Morant is more like Derrick Rose. Yeah, he's closer to Derrick Rose than Russell Westbrook. Like, that's how that's how Derrick Rose was. But he's, he's also, he's
0: a bit lighter, so. Because Der, Derrick Rose was never a slim dude. No, no, no. He was stocky from...
1: He was stocky from
0: all right uh well we, we, we're looking out for a great season um um we're looking out for a great season i'm sure by maybe by 20 30 games into the season we'll, we'll begin to see how the leagues take shape right now everybody's still in honeymoon mode and you know stuff of course um this is this 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 is going to be a season where finally lebron breaks the scoring record which would be insane which would be madly oh. insane uh yeah <laughs> of course they're not they're not ready to win anything their squad is is below is, is just rubbish yeah you know and yeah their squad is rubbish Yanis is playing well he, he already has a i think he already has like one or two 40 point games already yeah and jovic has started well yeah. Yeah, Jovic has started well so everybody that you need to know that is playing well is already playing well Ka- Kawhi is coming off the bench he's looking real nice and solid KD, Kyrie they have already started showing themselves and stuff. so we're going to have a great season but there's really nothing happening now by Christmas thereabouts, that's when NBA really starts that's what everybody says NBA starts on Christmas Day you know, that's where we begin to see, you know, you know, the trajectory of, of the season.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. All right. All right. Um thank you very much, AY. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you. So, so with this we've come to the end of another exciting episode of Between the Lines. Make sure you check us out on podcast platforms. We we drop every episode uh, Mondays by 10am. Make sure you check them out. And thank you very much. Good night.